Welcome back to Holy Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McNeely. And once again, this podcast is driven by the Holy Ghost. We will only do what the Holy Ghost wants to do and say and function. Amen. I want to thank everyone so much for tuning into this podcast, for listening, for valuing these words of wisdom. I guarantee and I do hope that these podcasts are blessing you if they are. Interact with me. Hit me up on social media on Instagram at ryan.mcnilly. On TikTok, ryan.mcnilly. It's the same thing. Snapchat, ryan.mcnilly. It, it's all the same. But I, I want to know your feedback. I want to know what you guys are dealing with. I want to know what what do you need help with so that I can speak on it and so that you can get free. Because the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. <coughs> Excuse me. And so that means wherever the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so if this podcast does not carry the spirit of freedom, then there is no reason for it to be up in place and there's no reason for you to even be here listening. So if you find these words valuable, if you find these words helpful for you and they help you get free and help you move in your relationship with the Lord, it helps you to be motivated, to even motivate others to preach the gospel, to go out to win souls and different kind of things like that, then let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. All right. Well, God bless you guys. Let's go ahead and get right into it. We'll start off in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for every person on the side of my voice. Firstly, Father, I thank you for who you are. We glorify your name. You are Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. You are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice, Lord, that they have come to this podcast today seeking healing. And you shall heal them of any pain that they are going through right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to their families and I call their families blessed. For Lord, you said in your word, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You and your household will be saved in Jesus' name. Father, bless them, keep them, shine your face upon them. Holy Spirit, anoint my tongue as the pen of a ready writer. Say whatever you want to say, do whatever you want to do, and flow however you want to flow. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Today, uh, I made this statement and a more recent episode, and um, I want to talk about today. Well, the Holy Ghost <laughs> wants me to discuss how we're supposed to live life with this simple statement. This is how you live life. You don't live life doing what you think you know what to do. You live life by following the one who already knows what to do. I'm going to say that again. You don't live life by doing what you think you know what to do. Life is about following the one who already knows what to do. I want to take you to scripture. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Now, before I read, I want to let you know first, if you don't come before the Lord in the spirit of humility, and if you don't, if you don't live a life of humbleness, I guarantee you it's going to be very hard to serve the Lord. It's going to be very hard for you to advance in your relationship with the Lord. And a lot of times we don't even notice that we can be prideful in the little areas in our life. People think pride is just this huge thing where it's like, okay, if God tells me leave the country, drop my family, go be a martyr, and I don't do it, then that's pride. Pride is also you walking by a piece of trash. The Lord tells you, pick up the trash, 
and you don't want to pick up the trash and you don't put it in the trash can. That's still pride. Let's okay, a quick definition on pride. Let's just look at the devil, for example. I mean, this man was literally in heaven by the throne. This was God's right hand man, Lucifer. Lucifer was God's right hand man. But pride got him kicked out of heaven. How so? This man thought, he really thought that he was going to be able to take God off of his seat. Pride will have you thinking like a idiot. I'm just going to say it. We can be idiots sometimes because we can be prideful and think that we know better than God and think that we know what we're doing when we don't guarantee you there is nobody who knows more than God, the father, Jesus, than the Holy Spirit. There is no one to ever exist in this life. No one. Who knows more than them? So why in the world do you think that your expectation of life, your personal principle of life is more valuable than what God is telling you to do? This is another reason why people backslide. This is another reason why so many people will fall off with the Lord because they start following their own traditions. I'm not going to call out some specific religions, but hey, I never saw all of this foolish stuff that y'all be doing in the Bible. I've never seen Jesus throw second ash cloth ash on his head to humble himself. I mean, that's what they did in the Old Testament. But once he came and let them let the Pharisees know about the new law, there was no need for it. A pharisaical type of mentality. That is what has been carried down from generation to generation to generation. And Satan loves it. Because the more religious you are, the more far away from God you will be. Period. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 27 that pure religion is such as this. To take care of the widows, tend to the orphans, to keep yourself away from the ways of the world, to keep yourself pure. That's religion in the eyes of the Lord. In the eyes of the Lord, religion is not you taking, okay, this week. We have Sabbath all week. We rest. Not going to win souls. What are you talking about winning souls? Winning souls is at the heart of the Lord. That's, that's literally what people say. That's, that's what they say with their intentions. That's what they say with their actions. Yeah, we're going to go to church. We've got church all this month. Make sure you get to church every, every day, every, every Sunday. We've got Bible study every Wednesday. Bible study every Thursday, make sure you get there. And then when they get there, they're not even teaching doctrine. They're not teaching the move of the Holy Spirit. They're not even letting the Holy Ghost flow however he wants to. I'm not, uh, it's nothing wrong with having church on Sunday. Nothing wrong with having Bible study on Wednesday. Nothing wrong with having Bible study on Thursday. But if you're not going to allow God, the Father, if you're not going to allow Jesus, if you're not going to allow the Holy Spirit to flow in your life how he wants to, you might as well not even attend. You might as well kill yourself. I'm just going to be bold and honest. You might as well off yourself and be done with life. There is no reason why you think you should live life separate from the Holy Spirit. Now, someone can take that and say, wow, so people in the world who don't have the Lord should kill themselves. 
Hey, listen. God the Father is the author of life. If you're not living with the author of life, you're living with the author of death. Plain and simple. So you wouldn't even be killing yourself. Death would be killing you. <laughs> I didn't say it. Life said it first. Plain and simple. But let's get to the scripture, man. Again, the I guess the theme or the topic for today's podcast is you don't live life thinking you know what to do. You live life following the one who already knows what to do. I saw before before I read, I saw this post on Instagram. I, I loved it. It said, when you're hanging by a thread, make sure it's on the hem of Jesus's garment. I said, wow, that's powerful. In life, when you are hanging by a thread, when you are down, when you are at your lowest and you are hanging by a thread, make sure that thread is from the hem of Jesus's garment. When I say him, it's basically just the edge of Jesus' clothes. Make sure that's the thread that you're holding on to because that thread right there, that thread will never slip, never fall, never break. While everyone else's will. But I want to get into some scriptures. Second uh, Chronicles. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. This is a very popular scripture. But today, I feel that the Holy Ghost is going to break it down to you in a way that you've never really heard it before. And if you never heard this verse, no problem. But the Bible says, I'll start in verse, uh, I'll start in verse 12. And a little context behind this scripture, basically, God is speaking on how he will hear if the children of Israel, if the nation of Israel repents. So Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12 says, excuse me, excuse me. Verse 12 says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for an house of sacrifice. Verse 13, If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Let me stop right there. God is more than able to command your harvest to cease if you don't want to live life following him. Can I say that again? God is more than able to withhold your harvest if you don't want to live life following him. You could be doing, okay, for example, God tells you to go out. Okay, no, no, no. Better example. God tells you to go on a missionary trip for three months so that you can come back home and set your community on fire. He says, he tells you, I want you to go on a missionary trip to Japan. Go on the trip to Japan, come back, shake your nation. And all you say is, yes, Lord. But you don't really feel like going. You don't want to go. So what you do is you go out to your local mall, you win souls. You go out to your local mall, you preach the gospel. And you think that you're doing good. You are. However, it's not what God told you to do. So in the sight of the Lord, you are still rebelling. Even if you're winning souls. Because God told you to go to Japan. But you are not going to Japan. You're going to do whatever you want to do. That's pride. What? But I'm winning souls. It does not matter. The Bible says for those that are led by the spirit, for they shall be called the sons of God. If you are not led by the Holy Spirit, you are not a son of God. 
plain and simple. I didn't say it. The Bible said it. All right. So verse 13 again, it says, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour people, to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. Then verse 14. This is our scripture. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. It says, if my people which are called by my name. The Bible says in the book of Romans, I'm pretty sure it's chapter 8, verse 28, that everything works to the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Last time I checked, every child of God is called by God. Every child of God loves the Lord because how can you be a child of a father if you don't love your father? Wow, that's good. That's very well. A lot of us, a lot of us in this generation have the wrong definition of what it is to be a child. Because this generation of teenager, teenagers and this generation of children spends most of their time rebelling against their parents. And I'm just going to say it. Then we wonder why so many people in gangs getting shot. We wonder why. That one dude in high school died. We wonder why that one girl in high school got into a car accident. We wonder why that one girl did this while everyone else is saying, rest in peace. Meanwhile, you don't even know. The Bible says, honor thy mother, honor thy mother and thy father and thy days upon the earth shall be long. So if you're seeing that someone die young, hey, and you know them, I'm not talking about people that you don't know, but you know for a fact, this person, they rebelling, doing whatever they wanted to do. And you see them die young. And you see people saying, rest in peace. I'm not the judge. I don't know their life. I know what I saw. But the Lord knows even better. So better yet, we're not even going to get on that. Because who am I to judge? Life and death. That's not in my hands. Unless the Lord puts it there, it's not in my hands. But I'm telling you, the reason why so many youth are dying today it's because they rebel against their parents. It's, it's, the devil knows scripture, by the way. If you didn't know. Go read when he tempted Jesus. And he brought up scripture in the face of Jesus. This is God and man. He brought up scripture in his face and manipulated it and twisted it. Satan knows scripture. He will always influence you to do the opposite of what scripture says because satan knows that scripture is god's word satan knows that god will not go past his word satan knows that god's word is the law period so if he can get you to rebel against your parents he can kill you faster and have you in the kingdom of hell with him ah <sighs> my goodness Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. How do you humble yourself? You ask the Lord for the spirit of humility. You cast down any pride. You honor the authority in your life. You honor the leaders in your life. You humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. You acknowledge that you are a simpleton. You acknowledge that you are a dot in the universe. You acknowledge 
You acknowledge your simplicity. And when I say simplicity, I mean you acknowledge the limit of knowledge that you have compared to the vast, infinite, omnipotent, omniscient God that you serve. Humbling yourself first comes by recognition. You have to recognize. It's a mindset. If you can't recognize that God is above you, brother, hey, you need deliverance. I'm not playing. I'm being dead serious. If you cannot recognize that God is above you, because the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 9, as the Lord is in heaven and you are on earth, so are his ways higher than yours. So do not speak nor talk a lot. I'm pretty sure that's in the book of Ecclesiastes, that last part. But it says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. A great way to humble yourself is to fast. When you fast, you are killing your flesh. Your flesh is what motivates you to rebel against God. You know why? Because the Bible says that the spirit and the flesh war against each other. In life, you're either following the spirit of God or you're following your flesh. And your flesh partners with the devil. So you're either following the spirit or you're following the devil. Plain and simple. There's no in between. There's no gray. It's either black or white. Be careful with that statement. <laughs> shall humble themselves and pray. You know why you're so much in pride? You don't pray. You don't pray consistently. You don't pray like you know that without prayer, you're dead. That's the reason why you're lifted up in pride. That's the reason why you're backsliding. That's the reason why you're falling into so much sin. You aren't praying like you're supposed to. When you pray, if you really understood the principle of prayer, you would pray every single day. I highly encourage you, go look up a video. It's by Dr. Miles Monroe. Type in prayer and fasting. And you click on the 59-minute video. The thumbnail is kind of, it's Dr. Miles Monroe standing in front of some maroon stairs and a pew. Watch that video. That video changed my life. I think that was the first ever video I watched by Dr. Miles Monroe. I watched it in college. I mean, I was completely baffled. My life changed in that moment. Guarantee, bro. Literally. Guarantee. My life changed in that moment. But you have to understand the principle of prayer. If you don't, you're not going to see the reason to pray. Alrighty. My apologies. It cut off. My alarm just cut off the episode. So this is going to be part two of the recording. But we're still going. So, yeah. I mean, that, that video by Dr. Masmaro truly changed my life. Legit. I highly encourage you. Go watch it. It's going to teach you the principle of prayer. And when I'm telling you, you, oh my goodness, you're going to be blessed. Guaranteed. But all right, Second Chronicles seven fourteen it says, "If my people, which I call by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face." The Bible says, "Ask and ye shall receive; seek and ye shall find." The problem is, we ask, we knock, because the Bible says, "Ask and ye shall receive; seek and ye shall find; knock, and the door shall be opened unto you." We have no problem asking, and we have no problem knocking, but there's a problem with seeking. 
Because in order to seek, it takes a different level of effort. It takes a different attention span to go and seek. It takes a different drive in you to seek. You want to know why? Seek. Because the Bible says thirst, hunger for wisdom. When you seek, you are thirsting after the Lord. When he says, seek my face, God is saying, thirst after me. How David said in the book of Psalms, I thirst after thee. I long for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry place where there is no water. This is David. Look at the character of David. If you haven't read the book of Psalms, I highly recommend you go read it. Look at how David is talking to the Lord. I'm pretty sure that's Psalms 62. Let's go read that real quick. Psalm 62, man. Psalm 63. Psalm 63, verse 1. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. Longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. A lot of you want to see the power and glory of God, but you don't want to seek. I'm letting you know right now that you're not going to see the power and glory of God if you don't seek him. God is no dummy. God is no fool. For God is not mocked whatever man soweth, that is what he shall also reap. When you sow the seed of seeking, you will reap. Oh, my goodness. The law of seed time and harvest applies to everything. For example, if you sow a seed of asking a question, you will reap an answer. Oh, my goodness. If you sow the seed of obedience, you will reap blessing. Is that not what the Lord said in his word? That he trieth the hearts of men. That he weigheth the hearts of men. This is Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 10. The Lord trieth the hearts of men, or he weighs the hearts of men. He tries the reins of their heart. And it is unto him to give according to man the works of his hands. That's seed time and harvest. That's why the Bible says a workman is worthy of his wages. If you work, you will get wages. If you sow labor, you will reap benefit. You will reap reward. So if you sow pride, you will reap consequence, bad consequence. So when you sow the seed of seeking the Lord, when you sow the seed of a different mentality, a different drive of searching the deep, just, oh my goodness. When you sow the seed of seeking the holy of holies, you will reap. A, the, a whole nother level of the glory and power of God. But if you don't seek, you will not find. Plain and simple. The Bible is very clear. If you seek, you shall find. That is a promise that God has made unto us. So if you seek, you will find it. If you don't, you won't find it. If you don't seek, you won't find it. Isn't that not in school? If you don't look for the information, you're never going to find out the answer. Even when you're cheating. If you don't go on Google and seek to look up 
the answer for your question, you're never going to find it. So the same way you keep seeking them answers so you're cheating on your test, but to seek God even better. <laughs> well, we all been there. It's okay. Just repent. Gonna be cheating, man. All right. So let's keep going. Second Corinthians, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which I call by my name, shall humble themselves, number one, and pray, number two, and seek my face, number three, and turn from their wicked ways. The Lord is basically saying that if you, if you don't do those first three, you are wicked. What? Look. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. And is a continuation. So you can include all of this together. Praying, seeking the face of the Lord, humbling yourself, turning from your wicked ways. All of it is together. So if you're not turning from your wicked ways, if you're not praying, if you're not humbling yourself, if you're not seeking your face, the Lord won't hear from heaven. He won't forgive, the, forgive you of your sin. He won't heal your land. Because that's what the scripture says. It says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Is that not the plan? That is literally the gospel. Jesus Christ came to die for us so that we can ask for forgiveness. Jesus Christ came to the earth preaching the message of repentance. Is that not what it's saying right here? If you humble yourself, you pray, you seek his face, you turn from your wicked ways, God will hear you from heaven, he will forgive you, and he will heal your land. Is that not the gospel? That is the gospel. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus came, died for us. He preached the message of repentance that we should repent. We humble ourselves. We pray. We seek the face of the Lord. We seek Jesus. We turn from our wicked ways that we were doing before in the world. And we pray unto the Lord. We ask him for forgiveness. And as we ask him for forgiveness, he forgives us and he heals our land. He heals us of the scars that we've endured. He heals us of the pain that we went through. He heals us of everything that we've been through only when we turn from our wicked ways, when we pray, when we seek his face, and when we humble ourselves. To turn from your wicked ways is to turn from the ways of the world. In the world, my goodness, we were wicked. We were wicked. There are different levels of evil. You have some evil like stealing a pencil, okay. But there's an entirely another level of wicked as a child molester. That's, that's an entirely different level. That's, that's literally wicked. It's wicked when you spend your life manipulating females, having three, four, five girlfriends all at the same time, having sex with each and every one of them almost every other week. That's wicked. It's wicked. Getting gassed up so much out of your mind and then influencing other people to do it, to kill their bodies. That's wicked. God says, turn from your wicked ways. It is only when you pray, seek my face, 
humble themselves, humble yourself, turn from your wicked ways. Then will the Lord hear from heaven your prayer. He will forgive your sin that you committed. He will remember it no more. Because that's what the Bible says, that he is just enough to forgive us of our sin. And he throws it into the sea of forgiveness, forgetfulness. He forgets it. And the Lord will heal your land. You know why the Lord will heal you? Because you humbled yourself. You recognize that you couldn't do it on your own. And you recognize that you couldn't heal yourself. So he heals you instead. And his healing is so much better. In Jesus' name. I'm going to say a quick prayer. I feel the unction of the Holy Ghost. There are some people here on this live who are either in pain or you've been to the hospital or you have someone in the hospital or you just really have been feeling off with the Lord. I want to take this time to pray for you. And I want, firstly, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this message today. Thank you for speaking to my heart. Thank you for using me mightily in Jesus' name. You said in your word that you are the one that gives us life and life more abundantly. I thank you, Lord. That everything that the thief stole from me shall be returned unto me sevenfold. Right now, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you repeated that prayer, congratulations. I want you to repeat a next prayer. Okay? Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. Help me to be humble. Help me to pray. Help me to seek your face. And so shall you hear my cries from heaven. And you will forgive me. And you will heal my land. Jesus, you are the Son of God. I thank you for dying for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and change my life forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to let you know as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ that God's forgiven you of everything that you have ever done in life. And right now is a new moment for you to take your life seriously, to dedicate your life fully to the Lord. I never said you were going to be perfect. Life isn't about being perfect. If life was about being perfect, then... <laughs> we probably wouldn't even be here because perfection is only in heaven. There is no perfection down here on earth. So don't worry about being perfect. Be excellent in everything that you do. Do your best for the Lord. And I guarantee you, he will prosper you. He will help you. He will keep you. And he will continue to shine his face upon you. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a great day, great evening, great night, wherever you are. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he shine his face upon you. And may he always be with you. In Jesus' name. I plead the head of, a hedge of protection over your body right now. The devil shall not have any hold in your life. Neither shall he have any hold on your family. I prophesy into your life in the name of Jesus Christ. 
that you are bold, you are righteous, you preach the gospel, and your family is saved. In Jesus' name I pray. One more prayer. I'm going to pray just generally. You can just receive it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, for every person under the sound of my voice, I prophesy over their lives. And I thank you that you honor the word of your prophets. Therefore, if I be a prophet of God, Lord, I ask and I demand, I put a demand on you to bless your children financially in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, you said in your word that you will provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Daddy, you are rich. Lord, you said if we seek you first, seek your kingdom and all of his righteousness, then all of these things shall be added unto us. Lord, you also said in your word that you delight in the prosperity of your servants. Father, prosper your servants that they may be righteous leaders and righteous influencers that bring many people to Jesus that bring many people into the kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wonderful evening. I will see you on the next podcast. Peace.